everybody hey we're back and it is the daily dose it is america's number one real estate podcast going by mark and jeremy clavin byron <laughs> <laughs> that's a quick disclaimer uh, is what we think it is but we are back this is the dose potentially one of jeremy america's clavin. longest running yes i mean and, and, how many and, out there are going first, over five years yeah not many not many or starting there they've just started theirs right so we've been right. going for a while Yep. yep. That's Jeremy Clevin. Byron's behind the glass. Hey. Mark Cutchins here. Back in the house, we have Liv's Dysart, and we've got Amanda Sue Briggs, lawyer's title, VIP mortgage in the Crawford team. Thank you, ladies, for being back in the house. Thanks, Thanks for having excited us. Excited to have you. We've been talking about some tech. We've been talking about Ty, uh, uh, Tech Talk Ty. Um, now we're on to a new subject, which is becoming a trendy subject, or not subject, a trendy piece of the real estate uh, 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 world, which is, which is vacation rentals. We've all probably done a VRBO or an Airbnb. We've all or rented them and or, had a client and or bought one and turned one into one. We've certainly done so. So um, we wanted to kind of touch on that today. You've guys got some uh, 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 things to share, maybe some stats and, and information to share about where it's going, what to, what to expect as an agent. So um, I'll let you guys uh, kick it off and, and dive on into into vacation rentals. Absolutely. Well, this was a really hot topic at Inman this year, and I think it's been a little more prevalent in our marketplace, so we're a little more familiar with it, but it's becoming more prevalent across the country. And this segment in the market uh, had a 34% increase last year, which wow. is pretty staggering. So lots of people are talking about it right now. But basically, the numbers show that, you know, 5.5 to 6 million properties sell every year in the United States. And of those, 1.8 million last year were categorized as investment properties. So that's almost 30% wow. of all properties purchased but, in the United States. But not necessarily VRBOs, potentially Correct. like a second home. Yeah, second home or still, long-term what, 40, rental. Is that 40%? Almost 30, 30 yeah. 30%? So, and you're right that not all those are, you know, vacation rentals. Some are vacation homes that people have as a second home. Some are long-term rentals, but an estimated 700,000 were added to our market as short-term rentals last year in the United States alone. Wow. 700,000 properties. That's a lot. That's, yeah. That is staggering. So what does that mean moving forward? You know, what does that mean for uh, real estate agents for buyers, you know, does it create mm -hmm. a change in inventory of what normally would be coming up to the market? Because a lot of people are now holding properties and not selling because their rate of return is significantly higher than what would they get if they were to sell it. Yeah. Right. Well, and what's interesting too is there's um, a lot of conversation that while there are a lot of agents who have sold Airbnb properties or properties that are intended to be purchased to use for Airbnb or VRBO, that there's very few agents who have done more than one. And so it very much is a specialization and there's agents who make their entire living and their entire income off of this. And when you're in a market like Scottsdale was rated by Realtor.com, yeah. the, number the number one place one to buy place. a vacation rental, yeah. um, it is a huge area that you can specialize in, especially because there are so many laws and caveats and, and little nuances that you need to know, yeah. not just in pricing the properties, but even just on the law of, can I even make this an Airbnb in this neighborhood, which is a huge thing here in Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. Surprising too, with you know Scottsdale being number one. You, I'm obviously desirable, and people here, and weather, and golf, and all these things. And I think that you know maybe the the peak seasons here. I mean, I wonder if that's part of it too. Is like the peak seasons here do so well, like around mm -hmm. the you know the holidays when it's nice and cool, and people obviously want to come out here. 
But then, you know, Phoenix opens, probably see a huge spike. Spring, Spring training, training for that entire month, which yeah. is really like six weeks, actually, yeah. or maybe two months. Yeah, because it goes Barrett, open, spring training, and it just kind of melts into one. Well, if anything, if you include all those, yeah, it could be like three months, yeah. three or four months. Literally. I mean, it's a quarter of the year at least, right? And that's Literally. why a lot of people want to buy vacation homes here is right. because if, especially um, Canadians or people who want to have a second home here, it's a really great way for them to be able to do that when they wouldn't otherwise be able to afford to. So if you think about it, you stay back east for, you know, January through May, make all of the money you need to pay your mortgage through the entire year for that property. And then you get to enjoy the second half of the year in your second home rent free, essentially. Mm -hmm. right. So it's yeah. a really great option for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They're saying that properties in Scottsdale have an 81% occupancy rate, which is the highest in the nation. Oh, um, and the helps. average daily list price is $301. So wow. there are, these aren't, you know, one bedroom condos necessarily. There's a lot of beautiful homes, homes yeah, yeah, in our market that are categorized this way. Um, this, the realtor.com article was published in March, but they said at that point there was 5,178 in Scottsdale alone that were categorized as vacation rentals. It's insane. Yeah. Wow. It's such a jump from, you know, look at the environment that it was, you know, close to 10 years ago, which is, you know, Everybody remembers all that time, but yes. like to where it is today, it's such mm -hmm. a significant change. It's crazy. You mm -hmm. know, of what is, you know, you never would have thought 10 years ago that <laughs> there's going to be nearly 6,000 rentals, vacation, second home, whatever, uh, in Scottsdale when everything was 80% short sale. <laughs> you know wow. I mean? There'd be so much wealth and extra yeah, money here. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's back. <laughs> yep. Yep, so what was the narrative surrounding this? Obviously, you know, going forward, as we're talking about going forward, you know, maybe things to be cautious for things mm -hmm. to, you know, uh, look to do. Cause again, I feel like it is kind of this, a little bit of this trendy thing going on and maybe it's hyper local cause this is where we live and experience and deal more with agents. But I feel like there is this, this push going on of like, ah, there's a lot of money to be made, especially for the people that are going to go out and do it the right way and manage it. Right. And maybe that's another thing that, that speaks it? to the agents, right. If they only have the majority only have one, well, I'd like to think that they're doing it right and they're managing it and they're, it's a real hands-on approach and experience and they're, you know, the profiles are set up and the whole nine yards. And if we know how to take professional pictures for the MLS, we know how to take professional pictures for VRBO and market the property, right? So, Absolutely. you know, leading to more profitability, I would think, but, you know. Absolutely. And I think that the the agent that helps a, a home buyer purchase a home for Airbnb first and foremost needs to know the law. So just taking Arizona as an example, and obviously it's different in every state. In Arizona, no municipality, no town can say, oh, you have to have a minimum of 30 days or, oh, you have to have a minimum of six months. That changed a couple of years ago. But the problem is when that changed, it kind of alerted all of the HOAs the HOA to the fact that, oh, yeah. that's our job to restrict that. So now in Scottsdale, it's hard to find a community that yep. doesn't have a minimum 30 days. So law, first and foremost. The second piece of it is data and valuing properties when you sell. Absolutely. Yeah. And with that, I wanted to point out too. So the HOA thing has been a huge issue here. However, it does not apply if you're not renting out your whole house. So if you're just renting out one or two bedrooms of your property, mm -hmm. no HOA can restrict you from having house guests. That's how a lot of people have worked around it where the exactly. host stays on the property. Mm -hmm. Can you literally um, manipulate stays, that? Stays on the property. On the property. Mm -hmm. Or like you don't have access to the fifth bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's a four <laughs> and I'm in there. Stay out. <laughs> locked. You don't yeah. have a key. You know, yeah. every, every, every house has that, right? I feel like like the houses that you rent, they're like the bigger houses. There's always a room. It's yeah. locked. Yeah. Yeah. And you always want to know what's what's in, there. in there. Yeah. Can oh my. I get in without breaking the did door hear, down? Did I hear something? Are they in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally a Go guest. Go away. Yeah. I'm literally a yeah. guest. <laughs> uh, it's interesting though, because I mean, I, I, I mean, it's like, okay, what do we prepare for? What could happen with it? Who's to say? I mean, I think really what 
for us and, and what we can communicate, you know, to our buyers and, and even sellers is it could just create, you know, as if the market continues the, the path that it is with the rates being low is a, a shortage of, of properties to, to sell, you know, because why are you going to let it go if you're, you know, making 12 mm-hmm. to 15, if not more, some well, are making more that's a now, year. Right? Yeah, that's, that's so in years, conditions, it could change, it, you it know, change. and, and, and does opposite. that mean yeah. the, the inventory then goes up because right. they're not making it? You right. Know? right. If we have so, a huge decrease in tourism, all these listings right. come to, you know, come to be listed that we normally didn't have in our inventory that can disrupt right. the market too. Absolutely. And yeah. the problem is we don't have a ton of data. There's not no. a good way to track it, Mm-mm. but it's estimated at $7 million in commission dollars a year. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. That, yeah. that you know that that is significant. You know, the other thing to look at too is you know, I mean, whether that ha- like if it was a bunch of inventory that just suddenly came on the market, you know, it's like right we, now it's not a big deal. Right now, but like we gobbled up. It. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. we want we need it right now. Right, right. But I still see it as with with everything in Arizona and especially in the Valley, every single year, regardless of the downturn, there was people that flooded in here. The snowbirds mm-hmm. came yeah. in. I just feel like these properties, you know, it, it, it's, there's a need. It's almost like, yeah. even though it's popular now, trying to find a, a good VRBO in season or even now is still it's hard tough. to find. Yeah, you know, right. they're, they're hard to but find. But again, market right. conditions, you know? and this speaks to the economy. This speaks to the prices of hotels, the prices of flights, of travel, the whole nine yards right now. I mean, again, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to look at a VRBO or I'm going to look at a hotel you know, potentially, and like all the pl- prices are a little bit bumped up right now, right? Yeah, because things, everyone's big, fat, and happy right now. So the price, even if the pricing goes down by 10%, 20%, you know, that could change. Like all of a sudden someone has to come out of pocket for their mortgage now. But also though, I mean, that our, our long-term sure. rental market here has such a restricted supply that ultimately if they that happened, they could flip them to long-term rentals, which yep. it would be welcomed yeah, because we of our population growth here. So I think, you know, ultimately, you're right. I think our tourism's here to stay. The the all of the the teams that have bought into long-term contracts in our valley are here to stay for spring training. Right. So even if they use them, as Amanda Sue said, just for one or two months a year and live in them the rest, they're gonna be able to pay a big chunk of their annual mortgage. Absolutely. So yeah, it's just tough to say, like, you know, you guys are it data. We don't have enough to to, or a crystal ball. Yeah. yeah. There are some companies though that have emerged in this space that have been really cool to help us with some of that. So one is called AirDNA, and they basically specialize in pulling investor data for vacation rentals. So it can actually tell an investor um, what their short-term and long-term profit is, long-term viability, um, average occupancy rates. And that really helps agents prepare their investor clients yep. on which property, you know, one versus another would be a better long-term option mm-hmm. for a VRBO. Mm-hmm. So that's one that's really cool. Air DNA. Air DNA. Yep. All right. And that well, one can also help you, um, you know, just like selling a tenant in place property in the normal investment market, sometimes having that coverage or having that super host profile on Airbnb makes a property worth more. So yeah. Air DNA helps with that data as well to see how that rental income is going to impact the actual sales price of the property if you're right. selling to another investor. Cap rate style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All, all that math. Right. Yep. <laughs> There's also another company um, called Vacasa that manages over 14,000 rentals in 350 markets. And I did a quick search on Scottsdale on there, but there's properties from, you know, $80 a night all the way up to $6,700 a night in our marketplace (laughs) right now. And what we're seeing is the luxury side, they really specialize in more of a concierge luxury experience, which is amazing. So you go there, your fridge is stocked for you. You have a massage therapist that comes into the house to give you a massage. 
Um, you have a personal chef if you want it. More so, like the hotel experience, exactly. right? Exactly. So it's competing with the national hotel market, but keeping the funds on a more yeah. local level, which is right. Because that's yeah. where I always get caught up, you know, between VRBO or a hotel. I love trashing hotel rooms. So like you can't trash you can't, a VRBO you and get a have bad to, rating. you have to live in a mess. Yeah. And get a you bad know. rating. <laughs> get a bad rating. <laughs> can never rent on VRBO again. Uh, uh, reminds Byron of the old uh, band days. Old band trash. days. Trash. 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 Still, I mean, yeah. yeah, last week, yeah. <laughs> I'm no longer allowed at the Hyatt. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, let's stop for today. Let's continue more tomorrow. Um, and uh, thank you to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections and Lawyers Title. I almost forgot you, but I didn't. Thanks so much. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. See ya. See ya.